Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm confused. Laura, before you were saying you didn't believe in ghosts. I'm, I'm just saying, in the event that they are here, why take the gamble, you know? I'm not trying to fuck with that. That's assuming that ghosts are external forces. Maybe they're inward. Hmm, maybe they're both. Explain. Well, there are theories, right, that consciousness isn't exactly contained within your head, but exists outside it, like a cloud that interacts with your environment. Some people think humans are receptors, kind of like satellites. And some of us may be more able to do that than others. Wait, satellites that pick up signals from what exactly? That's the mystery, isn't it? Well, we'll have to see if Tony has a bad reaction to this place then. Oh. I am going to pee. Ooh, there you go. What did you mean about Tony? Oh, Tony sees ghosts. Uh, like, actually sees them? Yeah, well, we were on Nantucket a few years ago doing a show, and I, I think we were all there, right? Except Grubbs. Right, Grubbs wasn't there, but but the rest of us were just hanging out, nothing weird. Then Tony walks into the room. Pale, like, like white as a sheet. Yeah. He asked us if any of us had been outside his bathroom window. Of course, none of us were, but when we told him that... You got really freaked out. Yeah, like shaking. I thought he might cry. Do I want to know what happened? He, well... He said he heard a woman's voice right outside the window while he was washing his hands. She just went, <gasps> But when he turned around, there was no one there. And you think he was telling the truth? It felt pretty real. His reaction was definitely real. Do you think ghosts are like particles like us? I think ghosts are... Memories doomed to repeat themselves. Where is Tony? He's been gathering wood for like a long time and the sun's coming down. Hey, um, guys, I just. Something weird just happened. Huh? I was down by the stream and I heard this sound. What kind of sound? This, um. It sounded like. Screaming like someone was in what? pain. Like, oh my god! I don't know. It was. It was kind of like. <gasps> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> nice falsetto there, Wayne. Did you get off the thing you shot? Wow! Almost had us. Yeah. You believed me because you wanted to believe me. Why would I want to believe that there was a sc screaming, whatever whatever that was supposed to be, <laughs> invading our campsite? Because there's a part of all of us that wants to believe that there's something else out there. Why? Wouldn't it be amazing, like just amazing, if something appeared one day, some devil or spirit or flying saucer that irrefutably challenged everything about the way that it's supposed to work? Something we've all decided to collectively see? Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of what I mean. Ghosts are, to me, they're like a yearning for there to be some other truth that isn't the unfortunate one we're stuck in. Kind of like a fail-safe against absolute certainty. <laughs> but to say they're real, like solid, no, I can't, I can't go that far. Hmm. What do you think about that resident scientist? Well, I thought he was a tree authority. <laughs> I'll answer that with a question.
You want to know how long it takes a body to decompose in the ocean? What? Uh, what the? What? What? You don't want to know? If you died at sea, what would happen to you? It's not really. <laughs> it depends on the temperature of the water. Oh in warm water, swimming water, a body will normally float to the surface after three or four days. Gross. And when the body rises, it gets exposed to the sun and the rough waves and the birds picking, picking. Please don't touch me. And then the scavenging creatures come. And they'll work on the corpse, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, we got it. And it'll take seven days of that. And then there's only bones. Sinking bones. Falling through the blue, endless deep toward the ocean floor. Wow. Okay. Okay, so that's the good part of the story. Uh, this is a story? Yes. An old, famous mariner's story. A story about an old Massachusetts coastline and the hearts it broke. A story with a question. Before the story, though, there's a place. And the place is Nantucket. Oh, take me back to the shows of Nantucket. Oh, so we're singing. Where the skies are sparkling and sand is clean. <laughs> the beach is inviting me to spend the day there. Nantucket, Nantucket. It's nice though. Were you just a dream? October 1850. The roses on the island wilting, their petals starting to crisp. The wind is cold. The captain's house is the most beautiful on the street. It's not going to end well for the captain. Oh, Tommy, what the fuck? <laughs> Spoiler alert. No, 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 but he knows it too. It's time for him to leave. He's been called out to search for a whaling crew, a boat that went missing a few days back. He knows it's a fool's errand. Whaling boats don't turn up once they're missing, not in these waters. The sky is stormy, dark with clouds. His heart tells him it's doomed. He's doomed. Why did he go? He had to. His wife had a bad feeling, too. They don't talk about it. What could she say? She stands in the entryway. She watches him try to button his coat. His hands are shaking. She goes to him, and as she buttons his coats, she sings a song, their song, their song of easy summer days, a bygone time on a kinder coastline. Oh, take me back to the shows of Nantucket, where the skies are sparkling and the sand is clean. The beach is inviting me to spend the day there. Have you heard of a palimpsest? Oh, God, is this going to be gross, too? No, 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 no. Um, a palimpsest is where, uh, like, like on an old book or page, the original writing has been scrubbed off, like washed away to make room for later writing. So, so the page may be blank. And perhaps there's a new story over the top, but if you look closely... Wait, wait, wait. I, I don't understand. Uh, okay, okay. Um, it's the process of layering texts on a single page over a period of time. Or something that is scraped clean, reused, or, or altered, but it still shows the traces of its earlier words. The new and the old at the same time. 
Sorry, sorry, I got sidetracked. Okay, so the captain is leaving. He's on the boat, the mainland receding. He can see his wife and their beautiful house. She's up on the widow's walk. I'm sorry? The widow's walk, the flat balcony on the upper floor, a morbid architectural detail designed for the wives of mariners to watch for the husband's returns. Her white skirts billow. The island, his love, gets smaller and smaller. The wind gets colder. It stings his eyes and face. He looks back. Oh, let me hear those ship's bells this morning. The mist slowly rising on a choppy sea. The fog lightly lifting. The Nantucket morning. Nantucket, Nantucket seems like a dream to me. Why is this so sad? <laughs> that night, that night, a wretched thunderstorm hit the coastline, one that lasted for three days. Branches left hanging, shutters torn off roofs. It was the biggest storm of the decade. The word was unsurvivable. The townspeople said that the whole time, overnight in the squall, the roaring wind and rain, the captain's wife waited on the widow's watch, soaked, sick, her white skirts turned bone gray with sand and salt. She prayed for him. She asked the rain for his return. I want to run and sing around Water Street and ground my ship at your shores. Yet something makes my soul complete. Oh, Nantucket, you know I'm coming for more. Okay, so real quick. Um, so, so after the corpse is eaten by the scavengers, the bones sink. And when they hit the ocean floor, they may be slowly scraped, scrubbed by the marine silt, bleached by the salt and acidity of the water. It takes years, but ultimately, blank, new, a fresh start. You see? A palimpsest. The process, the surface smoothed, and the new story written. Oh, take me back to a Madagascar sunset, a sunrise in Sconset and Cisco by day. How I love it to live life at leisure with every new treasure you bring my way. The captain never came home. His bones rest blank and white on the ocean floor. And his wife, she didn't rest at all. The lore says she spent the rest of her life on the watch, waiting for her captain to return, pacing back and forth until the wood underneath her was scraped in a groove, indented with her unwavering grief, her longing. And to this day, both the bones and wood rest in Nantucket smooth and white on the widow's watch and dark ocean floor. And that's the end. What? <laughs> Tommy, seriously. Well, and then there's the question. Which one is the ghost? The woman on the watch or the scraped clean bones on the ocean floor? Mm -hmm. 
the, the woman, right? It could be the captain. His soul apart from his body? No such thing. Captain's just bones at this point. Blank bones. So nothing to touch. But aren't they both blank? Or resolved in some way? Both the bones and the wood. Worn down smooth for another story to be written on top. So maybe there's no ghosts. Sure, sure. But then why is the story still around? Because remember, the palimpsest. The old story, it, it peeks through. It shows up. So if we look closely, what do we do? What should we do with the traces remaining? Nantucket, Nantucket, we'll meet again someday. How did you do that? Do what? That story was... Transportive. Yeah. Yeah. Where the banjo was. <laughs> okay. I uh, have a fact-checking thing. Nothing like a fact-checker for a ghost story. You said it was a widow's walk. You said it was for women to watch and, you know, pine for their husbands who are away at sea. Yeah. Actually... It has a more utilitarian purpose. People would use those balconies to pour sand down chimneys to put out fires. Okay. Doesn't mean she wasn't up there. No, I'm just saying that a lot of people see those and they think that that's what they... But anyway, I, I, I realize we haven't eaten in... What time is it? Um, it's dark. Shit, Tony's still out there. Ah! <laughs> Shit, what is it? Eyes. Someone's right there. Someone's... It's a raccoon. What? Look, look it's, it's a raccoon on a tree branch. Oh. Yeah, see, there's there's one, uh, and there's another one. We got we got two oh. music fans here. Three. There, there's one over there. Oh, wow. Actually, there there's five that house. Oh, there's more than five. Look, way more than five. They're they're all around me. Look, in the trees too. Look. Why are there 50 raccoons staring at us? Maybe the heightened awareness from the story in conjunction with our collective consciousness? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.